Howdy, y'all. I'm the founder. Welcome to the Pizza Bros Podcast. Today is episode 14, Undercover Brendy. Whoa, wait. 14? Did you know that's how many inches there are in a large pizza? Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit therealpizzabros.com. A funny thing happens in big corporations. It seems that good news never travels up the chain of command more than one level. That is, to your immediate boss, so to say. But the bad news has a way of working its way all the way to the top of the pile. At the Pizza Bros corporate tower, some recent bad news has made its way all the way to the top of the food chain. Brenda, the COO, holds in her hand a copy of a failed health inspection report. This is the ammunition that she was looking for to finally clear out the Chesterwood store once and for all. Brenda smiles to herself evilly as she reads aloud the list of violations. <laughs> Incorrect sanitizer solution. Improper cold storage temp. Dirty door seals. Missing ceiling tiles. <laughs> this and many more violations of health code were found at our busiest store, Chesterwood, sir. Well, what do you advise? The founder asks. That we bring the hammer down hard on them, demands Brenda. In my opinion, we should fire everyone, even the delivery drivers, she continues. The founder thinks for a moment and replies calmly. Don't you think that's a little harsh? Wouldn't it be better to send them some extra help and hands to get everything up to code? Brenda doesn't like when people don't immediately take her suggestions, but as she is second in command, it is part of the job. This store has been struggling for a while now, and after the Buck and Bronk incident, I've been monitoring the store closely. In that time, I've come to realize that we need some fresh blood around there to avoid any more mishaps in the future. She tries to reason. The founder leans forward in his chair and pushes back on Brenda. Look, you've never worked in a restaurant before. I know you got all your business qualifications and your fancy MBA, but working in a restaurant and running a company are two different beasts. He continues. I'll make you a deal. You go undercover as a regular, everyday delivery driver at the Chesterwood store. If you can survive a full week and prove your allegations, I'll let you fire the whole lot of them. But if you can't, then we send them the extra help that they need to get caught up. Deal? Work as a delivery driver? Any idiot can do that. You've got a deal. I'll start looking for replacement staff this afternoon. Brenda says with an evil smile on her face. A week later on an early Monday morning, Ed introduces Steve and Dennis to their newest delivery driver, Brendy. In case you haven't put it together, Brendy is just Brenda in a delivery driver's disguise. So... That's the gist of it. Steve and Dennis will train you on everything you need to know, says Ed, clearly exhausted from closing the night before. Ed leaves to go get some paperwork done in the office. As requested, Dennis and Steve take the lead on training Brendy. Have you ever worked in a restaurant before? Inquires Steve. No, I haven't. Brendy replies. Great. More people who have no idea what they're doing. Gripes Dennis. Uh, don't worry about him. He's always like this. We'll get you trained, no problem, says Steve cheerfully. Let's start you off with something easy, Steve suggests helpfully. Steve takes Brendy into the box room and shows her how to fold a box. That's all there is to it. You just fold them like I showed you and then put them in stacks of 10. 
Pretty easy, right? Says Steve. Ah, uh, sure. Brendy says hesitantly. I'll be back in a bit to check in on you, says Steve as he heads off to get some prep work done in another room. Steve returns 30 minutes later to check in on Brendy. How is it going in here? He asks as he rounds the corner of the room. Suddenly, he can clearly see Brendy buried in a pile of half-folded pizza boxes. Okay, maybe training her will be more challenging than I thought, he says aloud. The next day, Dennis takes a turn with Brendy and shows her how to prep ingredients. Is that how you actually open a can? Accuses Dennis. What's wrong with the way I open a can? Brendy asks. Dennis shrugs nonchalantly and continues. Well, I mean... If that's how you want to do it, I guess that's fine. But that's not how I would do it. Steve walks in the prep room as Dennis is harassing Brendy. Whoa, deja vu, exclaims Steve. Brendy, why don't you help me take out the trash? Night crew didn't do it last night, so now we get to do it. Steve and Brendy collect all the trash bags from around the store and take them to the back alley. Steve picks up a trash bag and shows Brendy how to throw the trash into a dumpster that is taller than either of them. Okay, so watch me. Tie off the bag, lift it up. Now, swing it back and forth to get some momentum. Then release it at the top of the swing and it'll fly into the dumpster, Steve instructs her. He then does exactly what he just taught her. It works perfectly, ending with a loud thunk in the bottom of the dumpster. Your turn, says Steve with a smile. Brendy looks at the trash bags with disgust. Do I really have to? Yeah, it's part of the job, says Steve. Brendy sighs deeply grabs a bag, and makes a feeble attempt to fling it into the trash can. She watches the bag fly up, 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 and then it falls down, 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 back onto the ground with a thwack. You gotta get some momentum, Steve encourages her. Swing it back and forth a few times. You'll get it. Brenny picks up the bag by the top and swings it back and forth a few times. When it finally has enough momentum, she releases it with a grunt. Ugh. The bag flies up, up, up into the air, and it looks like it's going to make it. But much to Brendy's chagrin, the top of the bag opens mid-flight, and trash flies out of the bag and onto her face with a splat. Ah! <sighs> you forgot to tie the bag. Steve informs her with disappointment. Clean yourself off and try again. On Wednesday, Brendy stands alone next to the pizza oven and waits for instructions on what to do next. As she waits, she thinks about all the horrible things she's been through this week. Only a few more days, Brenda. You've got this. She reassures herself in her mind. This job is a bit harder and way more disgusting than I had anticipated. But I'm the woman who got her master's in five years through sheer force of will. I run a multi-million dollar company. I can do this. As she waits, Brendy stands next to the pizza oven and enjoys the warmth of the radiating heat on her skin. Sure is nice and warm, she thinks to herself. Her pleasant thoughts are interrupted by the sudden smell of something burning. But she isn't sure where it's coming from. Brendy sniffs the air, looking for the source of the smell. She looks around, sniffs, turns the other direction, sniffs again, and can't quite seem to find it. Instantly, she realizes, Is that the smell of burning hair? She says aloud. Suddenly, she feels an intense heat on the back of her head and realizes that her hair is on fire. She runs off screaming into the prep room and sprays herself down with the water hose in the prep sink. The fire is put out and she lives to work another day. On Thursday, Brendy is finally ready to take deliveries on her own. During the lunch rush, Ed gives her a large order that fills two pizza bags with 10 pizzas and tells her to rush back. Brendy packs up her pizzas into the bags and attempts to lift both bags at the same time. But they're too heavy for her to pick up. 
and the bags fall promptly to the ground. She struggles to pick them up. She grunts, huffs, and puffs the whole time. Jenny, who is half of Brendy's size, sees her struggle and goes to investigate. Are you having trouble lifting those? She asks. Yeah, they're just so heavy, says Brendy. Heavy? You're lifting them wrong. Lift with your legs, not your back and your arms, says Jenny. She walks over to the gigantic bags that are about half as tall as she is. Watch me, Jenny instructs. Jenny squats down, lifts them with a grunt, and pulls them up off the ground. See? Easy. Brendy finally gets the order into her car and heads off to her very first delivery. She struggles to get the pizza bags out of the car and walk them down the sidewalk. When she gets to the front door, she remembers Steve's advice. If you smile and are polite to the customer, they'll always tip you well. Brendy knocks on the door, puts on her best trolley smile, and waits for the customer to answer. The door is finally answered by a man with no shirt on. Brendy fights her instinct to lecture the man about the inappropriateness of his attire. Instead, she forces a bigger smile and hands him his pizzas. Here you are, sir, she says. Can you please sign this receipt? Sure, says the shirtless man as he hands back the signed receipt. Hang on a second. I have a tip for you. Oh, great. Thank you very much, says Brendy, excited to get a reward for her hard work. Instead of money, though, the shirtless man hawks a big, fat loogie right at Brendy. Brendy watches horrified as the fat wad of spit and snot flies at her, seemingly in slow motion and lands inside her own mouth. Yuck! Next time, don't be late! exclaims the man as he slams the door in her face. Brenda, unable to process what has just happened, stands in shock for a moment. She starts to cry... And screams. That's it. I quit. She tears off her Pizza Bros uniform and heads home. On Friday morning, Brenda is back at the Pizza Bros tower, battered, bruised, and changed for the better. Well, at least for the moment. You're right. Working in the store is difficult. We should have more leniency with our employees. She informed the founder. Back at the Chesterwood store, though, Ed is disappointed because from his perspective, He has had another new employee quit. The end. Thanks for listening to the Pizza Bros podcast. Uh, A part of the bet you didn't hear was that I had to also publicly say the founder was right and I was wrong. Please visit therealpizzabros.com for books, podcasts, newsletters, and more. Thanks. Good night.